How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the very first ever Young Living Podcast, episode one, season one. I'm so beyond excited to get this going for you guys. This has been something for me personally, just a long time in the making, something God's been calling me to do um, for the past couple months. And I'm just so excited to get this going for you guys. It's going to be fantastic. I'm really, really excited to see what God's got in store for this. So with that being said, the first episode that we got today is on joy. A huge topic that I think a lot of us, you know, some, you know, some of us are, you know, pretty good at being joyful, but let's be honest, you know, living in this world today, it's pretty easy to not have joy, you know, kind of stay focused on the negatives in life, the things that aren't going your way. So we're going to be talking about that. But before I get started, I'm going to pray for everybody here. So Lord. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to speak today. God, thank you for the these people on the other side of the screen. God, I ask that you touch them and that you bless them and that um, you provide me with the, the power and the will to speak, speak truth from you, Lord. And I ask that you uh, give me the words to speak to them, God, so that they can hear what they need to hear and help us all to grow and learn how to live more like you, Jesus. Amen. All right. With that being said, let's get straight in. So I'm going to start with the Bible verse here. Uh, Philippians 4, uh, 4, verse, uh, 4 through 5 here. Here it says, Always be joy. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again. Rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. I love this verse. Just, I love Philippians. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. But I think this verse just kind of gives us a good baseline of why, it, why we're supposed to be joyful. How we're supposed to be always joyful, always full of joy in the Lord, and kind of just to always, you know, remember that this is this is not our lives. So. You know, God's going to come back eventually, kind of like here that says, remember, the Lord is coming soon and, you know, he's going to he, he's going to come back. So he's expecting us to kind of um, follow through on that commandment of always being full of joy, kind of like he was like Jesus was here on earth. So with that being said, I think it's just super important that we kind of focus on allowing ourselves to just let go and be be full of joy, you know, throughout our lives. And I think um, the way we can do that is kind of break down. Uh, some of the reasons that we aren't really joyful and that we tend to stick away from joy and that we, you know, push that to the side and instead be negative or um, angry or whatever other emotions that, that happen when you don't have joy. I mean, I know for me personally, when I go into joy, it's usually because I have the wrong mindset. It's usually because something's going on in my life that, you know, isn't really helping me or something that's kind of hurting me or affecting me in some sort of negative way. So, um, let's take a look and dive into the three reasons that I got here today. So the first one that kind of we that I, that I kind of you know this one's interesting because it's, it's called situational situational joy. So to break this one down here, this one is kind of you know like situations like okay, are you in a good situation? Are you're obviously going to be able to have joy, but when you're in situations that are pushing you, uh, or you're in a trial, or you're in a season of life where maybe you don't hear you don't hear the Lord, you're kind of alone, you feel you feel isolated. I mean, I think that's something that a lot of us kind of deal with at some point in our lives. So but the more that we can push through those trials and realize that this really isn't this really isn't the end, that we can somehow find joy uh, in those hardships, it's really it's really going to be beneficial for, you know, for our minds and for our, for our bodies and for a relationship with the Lord. Right. So the more that we can have, um, we can have joy and peace of mind in all situations, I think is really going to set us off and, you know, put us, put us in the right direction. The more that we can allow ourselves to just take us, take a deep breath. Honestly, let's, I mean, we, we can go back to the basics. Honestly, just take a deep breath, 
you know, breathing in, breathing out. When, you know, when you, if you realize that you're in those situations that you kind of just like, you realize you're like, whoa, well, hold on. This is, this isn't me. Like, have you guys had a situation like that? Like ask yourself, like this, this situation, like, hold on, is this really me? Like, why am I, why am I stuck in this? Why, why am I full of anger right now? Why am I full of just dis- like, you know, discontent? Like, why am I angry with this person? Like, would that, is that something that Jesus would want me to do? Cause I feel, feel like the opposite of joy is kind of, yes, you can say sadness, which is a great, you know, another, another opposite. But I also feel like anger is something that, you know, comes up when, you know, that you have that negative mindset and that's pretty a big opposite of joy. So, you know, I just feel like it's something that a lot of us tend to move towards if we're not, you know, sitting in the positive mindset or something that isn't going our way is happening. And I feel like it's just a big hurdle that we can get over just by sitting, taking a deep breath, taking some prayers, you know, say, saying, Lord, you know, come over me, touch me right now. I'm not in the right place. I, my mindset is not okay right now. This isn't how you would want me to act. This isn't how I'm supposed to be called to do your work. This isn't, this isn't how you want me to be right now, Lord. So I ask you today to please just take it away. And that, guys, seriously, look, this is the best. This, just, a, just a simple prayer throughout your day is going to really change that mindset. So that being said, the next reason why a lot of us just tend to not stick in the stick of joy in your life is um social media this now this is i i wrote i i put this as number two but i honestly this honestly could be number one um social media is obviously growing in so many ways you got the snapchat the tiktok the instagram all those different things and in today's life now i would say most yeah people still do text messaging but a lot of people communicate over social media now so what are you supposed to do like if you're if you're you know scrolling on social media and like you feel like you're now getting addicted which is another thing that um kind of takes away that joy so for me personally i decided to delete snapchat and my um personal tiktok account just because i felt that it kind of was something that was taking over and then that kind of goes back into situational um situational joy a little bit i mean i think at sit and ask yourself this question are are you how much time are you actually spending on social media a day? I know for me, I only thing I usually I use now is Instagram, and with the reels, like I, you still could sit there. I mean, I, I've sat in there for two, three hours before just scrolling on reels or seeing what my friends are doing on Instagram. And is that like I found that that's just not a healthy thing that our minds are supposed to go through. And the more that you watch that stuff, the more that you're being influenced to believe what you see. And let's be honest, not everything on Instagram, not everything on TikTok is really true. I mean, there's so much stuff on there that can influence you, um, the way the algorithms work. They're just, it's just not a healthy cycle that we're supposed to be in. And it's, it's that simple. And I think that the more that we limit ourselves on that and the more that we limit our mind and we put our mind on something else, something more positive, um, we're going to be able to have that, have that joy back. And, I think the more that we sit sit in our phones and sit and take time um, just on social media and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, the more that it's really going to it's really going to damper your mind's ability to work um, and create those healthy patterns in your brain, those healthy positive patterns in your brain that allow you to be joyful. And I think that's something that um, just a lot a lot of the society and a lot of people, um, you know, my age and kind of 
you know, young adult age that's 15 to like 22, 23, even higher, you know, you know, older. I mean, I think a lot of us just tend to, you know, push that aside and say, well, yeah, everybody does it. Everybody scrolls on social media. Everybody, everybody's stuck on their, stuck on their phones here and there. everybody takes time um, just to do that every single day, take two, three hours. But imagine if you could in, you know, instead replace that time with something else. How about you go, like, instead of replace that time with, you know, time in the Bible, time in prayer. I mean, that is going to absolutely strengthen your mind in so many different ways. And it's something that I think a lot of the society just doesn't realize anymore, how important it is just to take some time just by yourself in the word, in prayer with God, or even having a one-to-one conversation with people in person. I know for me personally, I can't stand like I'll do a FaceTime call here and there whatever it is but I love to meet people in person like I think that that's just a way better way of communicating than over Snapchat text message phone calls and obviously there's situational stuff where you need to you know have a phone call with somebody you don't live close to somebody but you know I feel like I will always choose to you know go have a go get lunch with somebody or go grab a coffee do you know what I mean like it's something that's way, it's just a healthier for your mind. And it's something that just is, it's overall, it's just going to make you, you know, it's going to create those patterns, you know, in your brain that you can be more positive instead of being influenced by what social media has for you. So, and I think that's where we get lost a lot. So I I really encourage you guys just to self-check and say, how much time am I actually spending on social media? And how much time should I be spending it in somewhere else with personal relationships, with relationships with the Lord in prayer in time alone? just getting peace, clearing your head, doing something else. So I really encourage you guys to take a step back and look at look at where you're at with that. So and I think that's it could really increase your joy and your your levels of happiness just in your day-to-day life the more that you can you can sit in the Bible um and sit with Jesus just one-on-one honestly have a conversation with him and uh it'll really change change your mindset in your life. So the last one that I think is another huge it's just a huge factor. Um, a lot of us tend to, um, kind of push aside, I feel like is that we tend to live not in the present, like we're called to in the Bible, but we tend to live in the past or the future, something that we can't control, right? Past stuff is something that your past, you have no control over it at all. Your future, you have some control from the present, but overall, you know, God's got that. That's something that can only control so much. That's something that you shouldn't be worrying about. And I feel like a lot of us kind of, you know, put a lot of pressure on things that have already happened and things that could happen, could happen in the future. And, um, it, it, it's, it's a very destructive mindset to have, to be able to not focus on what's going on in your actual life right now, but instead focusing on something that could happen or even focusing on something that's so far out of your control that already has happened. Right. And, um, I think that the more that we kind of just focus on that stuff, the more that it's just so destructive and the more that you focus on that instead of the Lord or focus on relationships, you know, presently than stuff that has already happened in the past, it's, it's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy your mindset. It's going to destroy your positivity. It's going to destroy the way you think about things. So the more that we can really put to the test our minds and say, well, would God really want me to focus on things that I can't control? I really don't think he would. I think God wants us to put a huge emphasis on, you know, what we can, what we can control in the present and focus on him and say, God, I'm going to put my trust in you and my faith in you. 
I know that you have my life. My life is not my own. My life is yours. You have it in your hands and I can't, I can't control the things that could happen or the things that have already happened. So I shouldn't worry about them anymore. And it's that simple. We need to be able to focus on what we can control and not put our attention and focus on things that have already happened or haven't, you know, happened yet. And I think a lot of us just tend, just tend to, uh, just, just tend to be stuck. And I'm going to pull up a Bible verse here, uh, James one verse two, just to pretty much explain that a little bit better, which I should have pulled up earlier, but here we go. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, it is uh, considered an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Now, this verse, I, I this is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible because you get both um, how to trust the Lord and how to kind of let things go and just kind of how to deal with troubles. I just think it's it's outstanding and it's oh man i just love it so much when troubles of any kind come your way consider it an opportunity for great joy why so ask you i'm, I'm gonna ask you guys this question when we have troubles and we have hardships coming our way why why are we called to consider it joy wouldn't wouldn't we want to just kind of wallow up in a little ball and and kind of just you know, be upset with the world and upset with our life, angry with God. Why, why are we, why are we called to instead consider an opportunity for great joy? But like, like this is why this verse is so good. It really gives us the answer, but the biggest thing is not to stay focused on, you know, what's going on with you now, but what, you know, but knowing that God is, God has you in his hands. So it says, for you to know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So when God is, you know, when this, this, whatever, this thing, whatever is happening to you, whatever hardship is happening to you, um, whatever you're going through, this is, God's got you going through it for a reason. You know, I've been through tough times in my life and I've, I've asked God like, seriously, like why Lord, what is going, like, what is going on? This is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not where God wants me to be. And I sit there and I ask God, like, what, what are you doing? Like, I, I felt so lost. I said, God, like, why, why, like, why am I here? What, what is the purpose of this? Like, and, and I've, I've, I've sat in silence before I posted a video on this earlier, but, and we'll definitely go over that as a whole uh, topic, but, um, it's a chance to grow. God is testing you to grow your faith, to grow your endurance and to grow your trust in him. And, uh, it's a chance for you to learn more about yourself and open up, you know, it's a chance for God to open up doors for you. And it's, it's, it, it's really a blessing is what it is. In my opinion, I found it as a blessing when things, um, when things like that happen to me, um, when something doesn't go my way, when I plan for something else, but that didn't happen, something worse happened or something different that threw me off my path happened and pushed me, put me down a road that, I really didn't, didn't like, didn't think that, um, would work for me. And, uh, it, it's something that, you know, it takes time to understand that, but it's something that God calls us to do. We're supposed to have joy in that. And that's, excuse me, that's why this, 
That's why this verse is so good. Because when your faith is tested, you're supposed to have joy in it, knowing that you will be stronger on the outside of it, on the other on, on the other side of it. So let your so, so let your endurance grow. And when it's fully when it's fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. I, I just I, I really love that. It's it's just a great it's just a great way to um just kind of fully understand how to let go and trust God. So um yeah, that those are the three reasons I had. But the next thing that I want to jump into is true joy. Now, what really is true joy? Because I think this is a word. Um, I think this is something that a lot of us tend to not fully understand. And it's something that we tend to kind of forget about or not really understand like what it means to have true joy. And let's be honest, the world doesn't bring you true joy and it never will. So what really is true joy? And I, I simply wrote it as this. I simply wrote that Jesus, Jesus is true joy. True joy comes from the Lord. True joy comes from spending time in his word. True joy comes from trusting in the Lord. True joy comes from having conversations and knowing that you have a best friend that loves you, that created you, that has you in the palm of his hand every single step of your life. Knowing that in your heart gives you true joy. Nothing of this world, no pleasure, no money, no achievement. Nothing you can do in this world will give you the true everlasting joy that the Lord can. And I want you guys to really take that in because that is that is the main point of my message is to say that Jesus is that Jesus is our leader and he is somebody that has given you the gift of being able to be so fully full of joy that we can go out and live our lives to serve him in ways that we might not be be able to if we have a negative and you know upsetting and um, angry mindset. So I really, really encourage you guys to take some time just to reflect and say, well, am I putting my joy and putting my life into something else? Am I putting my, uh, my time and effort into something else? Not that, and it's not, not the Lord. So, cause G, ooh, uh, no, but cause Jesus is our true joy. So now kind of the last step of this broke this down into three parts. How do we actually achieve true joy? And I've, I've spoken on this first one for, you know, a bunch. I mean, this is pretty an obvious one, but be in constant and continuous devotion and prayer with the Lord. I mean, that's an obvious one, right? I think the more that we can continue to reach out to him and continue to um, just say, hey, God, this isn't going right in my life. Uh, I need you right now. That's all. It doesn't have to be. Okay, well, let me back up. I think a lot of people tend to struggle to pray during the day. Like, okay, yeah, you pray before meals. Oh, you pray before you pray before bed. You pray before whatever it is. But, you know, what do you get once or twice a day, right? But we're called to be in continuous and constant prayer with the Lord, right? So if we want to, you can literally just pray in your mind. Whatever it's going, oh, you're taking a test that day. Oh, you have your driver's test. Oh, you got a, you know, whatever you're doing, you got a big meal with your boss, something else, whatever it is. Say, okay, God, bless this meal, bless this test I'm taking. It can literally be in your mind. Something super quick, something that, that'll just allow you to get that peace and that comfort, knowing that you, like I said earlier, have that creator, have that love, that the man that created you and loved you right by your side. And now that's stuck in your mind while you go and take that test. And no matter the outcome, you know that you did what you could and that the Lord is, it's going to, you know, going to make something good out of it. And I think that's just so important to just realize and understand 
um, that, you know, he's there for you and we can be in, you know, continuous devotion and pray to, uh, prayer towards him. And that will kind of allow you to change your mindset from a negative mindset to more positive mindset. So uh, number two, don't let the things of this world bring you down. So this was an interesting one when I was thinking this up. I, you know, I said, if you're, if you're, you know, overtaken by this world, you're not, you're not going to be able to fully um, indulge in the Lord and fully be able to serve him the way that you're called to serve. And I think that that's something that's very, that's very interesting to me because like, what does it mean to be fully indulged in the Lord and and fully indulged in the earth? I mean, I feel like you can take it into sinful desires into, you know, um, you know, how much you want to win, you know, win at something, money, you know, school. And I think idolization comes into a big play of this as well. Um, kind of just explaining that, well, if you're putting something over God, you're not, you know, fully pursuing the Lord the way you should be. And so that's step one is make, you know, that's not the way you should work it. You should work, put the Lord in first and above everything. And once you be able, once you're able to, excuse me, once you're able to put the Lord in front of everything that you do and put him first, and then you have that trust and that faith, um, you know, you're, it's going to bring you that, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to be stuck behind the things of this world, you know, and want those things anymore. Um, but also it'll bring you joy knowing that God has you and that he'll make things better for you. So I wrote this, if the world cannot fulfill you, which it can't, why let its hardships affect you and take you down. And it's that simple. I mean, I think, I think the more that we realize that this world isn't our everlasting home, our world is something that is temporary. Our world is something that is hurtful. Our world is something that is deceiving and pushing us in the wrong direction. And the more that we realize that Jesus is the right direction, Jesus is somebody that's going to help us pursue, you know, help us pursue a more healthy, um, healthier life with him, healthier relationships. Um, and just help us grow in so many different ways. I feel like that that switch in mindset that, you know, from the negative world to the positive Lord, um, the pursuing the worldly things to pursuing more of God, that is going to completely change the, your mindset and the way that you think. Um, and that is going to bring you the joy that you've been searching for. And I've definitely found that in my life is the more that I've pursued things of the Lord and put him first in my life, the more that he is taken over and the more that he has shown me that he's right by my side even if i don't hear him he's blessed me in ways that i haven't seen um or i didn't know was coming but i, I see them now and, and bless you know he has so many blessings for me down the road but i get that understanding because i trust in him and i i don't go to the world to look for those things does that make sense the more that you look to the world and the worldly desires the more that you're going to find answers that you might not be looking for, but you might be looking for, let me explain that. You might be fine. You might find answers that aren't healthy answers. You might be finding things that aren't going to completely fulfill you, um, in the ways that the Lord will, and the Lord's going to bring you that type of joy. So that's really something that, um, is dear to my heart. And I thought that was just a great thing, uh, just to kind of go as number two. Um, so for number three, this is a verse, actually, this is my absolute, Absolutely. I'm going to read so much of Romans, guys. I love Romans. It is my favorite book in the Bible. That or Proverbs, maybe, but I love Proverbs. Or sorry, Romans. It is, guys, it's seriously, if you haven't read Romans, 
go read Romans. Great place to. Well, actually, I would read the God. <laughs> read. We'll get in. We'll get into where you should start reading in a different uh, episode. But so yeah, no Romans twelve twelve. Rejoice in confident hope. Be patient um, in trouble and keep on praying. No, I think this kind of just sums it up. You know, um, just kind of how to be. You know, be hopeful in situations, knowing that this isn't really. You know, God isn't really. You know, God isn't really going to show you all the answers all the time, but. And you're not always going to be in the best situations, but the more that you're being able to be hopeful um, and trust in the Lord and knowing that, you know, he has you, the more you're going to have that joy. And we also have to be patient. And I, you know, like I'm going to do a whole speaking on this, but our episode on this, but being patient in times of trouble or in times of no answer, uh, in times of silence is a sign of strength and a sign that, you know, God is probably testing you in some ways. So the more that, you know, we, we can't be negative or, you know, upset in that aspect. We just, in that area of our life, we just kind of need to be more, um, you know, we, we need to be more engaged with the Lord. I feel like the more that we pursue him in that area, the more kind of like it says in the next line, keep praying, the more that we push towards him, uh, we're really going to um, kind of just show, it, it, you're going to, it's going to change your mindset and it's going to change the way that you think, think about your life. So the more that we're able to, be patient and trust that know that he is there, uh, that he's there for us. And he loves us during that time, even though he might not be speaking to us. Uh, it's something that is really, it's, it's, it's really a gift. I think even in the silence as hard, as hard as that is to say, I've had some times in my life where I've sat in the silence, like I explained this earlier, but I, I really think it's, it's a gift to be able to push through that silence. And then you come out on the other side growing, like we talked about earlier. And lastly, just to add this, I think this is one of the biggest pieces um, of how to truly, truly obtain true joy, and that is to be grateful. I haven't spoken on this yet because I wanted to save this for the end, but if you are ungrateful for the things that you have, if you are un, if you're not, if you're not able to um, fully accept the things that you were given and have in this world, you're never going to have the true joy. If you're stuck on always wanting more, if you're stuck on always needing something else in your life, something else to f- push you through that spot, kind of like we spoke on a couple um, uh, points earlier that we're stuck on things of this world, you're never, it's never, it's never going to, you're never going to fulfill you. And an ungrateful heart makes um, a very upset and upset mind and a negative mindset. But the more grateful we, the more grateful we are. The more grateful we are, the more positive our mindset, the better the outcomes in our mind um, and the mind controls the body. So the better, the better you're going to feel and the more joy you're going to have, the better the outcome. So, and I think being generous is also something that kind of goes along with being grateful as well. I think those two kind of intermix and being generous and being grateful at the same time is going to just it's going to, it's insane for your mindset. It's something that we're, you know, really called to do. Um, actually spoke on a church today, but, um, yeah, just being grateful and generous at the same time, it's really going to change your mindset into, um, kind of that, that mode of, okay, you know what, this is actually okay. I actually have, I'm doing, I'm doing okay with what I have. I don't, I don't need this and this and this, I don't need to go, go, go. I don't need to do this and this and this take a step back you slow down and you say to yourself, okay, God, you have me where you want me. I'm doing okay where I'm at. You, you will provide. I have that trust in the faith like we spoke about. 
And I know that no matter what circumstance I'm in, you're going to get me through it. And you're going to get me through it stronger, better, and healthier. And I'm going to grow in my relationship with myself and with you, Lord. And knowing that in your heart, knowing that if you are being able, if you're able to be grateful in all circumstances and being able to be generous, you know, in all circumstances and, you know, generous, generosity can just be like, yeah, giving at your church, giving to a fundraiser, but it can honestly just be holding a door open for somebody, um, buying somebody lunch or um, helping somebody with some homework or something, you know, something as simple as that, just saying hi to somebody in the hallway, giving them, giving somebody a smile. It's, it's not only going to change your mind. It's going to change. Um, uh, it's going to change your levels of joy. You're gonna, I mean, if you smile at somebody, you're going to smile, you know, that's going to change your mind. You're going to be joyful instantly. Um, just saying hi to somebody, meeting a friend for lunch. I mean, I've, I love meeting friends for lunch. I think it's something that uplifts my day, you know, and I say, Oh, Hey, hey man, hey man, come meet me for lunch. Come, come, come eat lunch with me. Come, come get dinner with me. Um, dude, let's go for a walk. Let's talk. Do you need help with something? Something as simple as that is going to completely change your mood. It's going to completely, you know, uplift them and you as well. And that's what we're called to do as followers of Jesus is just give a helping hand. And, um, yeah, I think that's just, just a great thing to, uh, just remember that we can always be generous and grateful. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got for this. So I really encourage you guys just in the next couple of weeks, take a step back and say, okay, you know, how much am I on social media? How much am I, how much am I doing that? And am I, am I only, am I only happy in some situations? Am I only happy, um, in the good situations or can I be happy in all situations? You know, am I, am I really letting go of my past, my past pain and trauma? Am I really living in the future or the, or the past when I should be living in the present? If you guys ask yourselves those questions and then realize, okay, well, the more that I put, put, you know, put those to, put those to bed and say, okay, well, I can live in every circumstance full of joy with the Lord. And I can, I can let go of what happened or what might happen because I'm not in control and I can maybe take a break and, you know, from social media and, and go, go more and more, more in depth to the Lord and more in prayer and uh, more in prayer and devotion. And, I can say, God, you know, and I'm, I, the more I'm going to do that, I'm going to, I'm going to grow my relationship with you and I'm going to become more joyful. I'm not going to push towards the things of this world. Like I'm like the world wants me to do, but instead I can continue to pray and go into you, um, you know, live generously and gratefully and change my, and completely change my mindset. So I think I really challenge you guys to do that and just kind of go over those three things again and uh, just trust that the Lord has you. And I'm just going to end on this. Always remember to live with love and joy, serving Jesus, knowing that your life is not your own. Your life is his and that he has you in your guys' hands. And that's kind of our goal with today, just to uh, kick off the first episode. And I really thank you guys for joining the first episode. It's been fantastic. Uh, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.